0: Welcome to the What's Awesome podcast for all your anime needs. We do lists, guides, reviews, and anime-related topics. From time to time, we'll even bring on a guest or two. Kick up your feet and relax. And here's your host, Batman Live 2002. Have you ever dreamed of being a fashion designer? I know I have. I just want to go and play with my... No, I'm just kidding. I actually... I've never dreamed of being a fashion designer, but if you want to be a fashion designer, and maybe that's your hobby or something, I think you need to keep listening because this anime is definitely for you. Thank you for listening to the What's awesome Podcast. Let's have some fun. Yo, it's Batman Live 2002, and I'm back with another anime review. And today, I will be reviewing Paradise Kiss. That's right, Paradise Kiss. Do I have any fans of the anime Nana in the house? Because the same studio, the same freaking studio that did Nana did Paradise Kiss. And man, it's really hard not to compare the two, uh, quite frankly. And I really want to just rate this anime on its own merits. But it is so hard not to compare this anime to Nana, which is my favorite anime of all time. Um, and if you, like, if you're familiar with, like, the, uh, mascot I use for it, what's awesome, Yasu, the drummer for Nana, uh, he is, he's my, uh, he's my mascot, there's a reason for that, but anyway, Nana has, oh, Nana, (laughs) Paradise Kiss, has 12 episodes, and it aired from October 14th, 2005, to December 30th, 2005, therefore, premiered in the fall of 2005, Obviously. And the studio that adapted this anime is Madhouse. And the producers is Aniplex and Fuji TV. Yes indeed. And um uh, yeah, it's uh this this is uh it's it's an interesting anime, you know, it's 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 alright, it's alright. Anyway, so Paradise Kiss revolved around a girl named Yukari Hayasaka. And she's she's a third year in high school. You know, she's a Barbie girl in this Barbie world. Okay, she she's your typical naive, uh, which is very uh, one very annoying aspect about her. Very naive uh, uh, high school girl, and she's really just bored of her little town. She wants things to be a little bit more on the up and up. She wants, you know, she she just wants. She wants life to be a little bit more exciting, and ain't, really, ain't nothing going on out there. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, another thing that she really hates is the fact her mother is very overbearing. You know, like her mama wants her to get good grades and stuff, and she's always just been pushing her. And and maybe this is the thing with a lot of um, Asian parents, and and perhaps it's a stereotype, but. Um, You know, Asian parents tend to push their kids really freaking hard, and that's what's depicted. Her mother is pushing her to get, like, oh, you got a B plus? Why didn't you get an A? You got an A minus? Where's your A plus, woman? (laughs) You know, and uh, so she's really overbearing. She never feels like she's ever good enough to please her mother, and her little brother is kind of taking up the mantle of being the Uh, academic um, of the family and so she's kind of been regulated to the background at least that's what she feels like and that's what it kind of seems like but anyway so poor Yukari she's always studying for she's always busy studying cram school and just trying to please her mom and just trying not to be bored all the time you know it kind of sucks so one day Yukari's life takes a drastic And very interesting turn when she's just walking down the street, minding home business when this dude with a bunch of just punk rocker-like earrings, you know, multiple piercings in his ears, uh, flags her down. She's like, who is this scary man? He has like a scary face and he has piercings and he must worship Satan. She, She didn't say all that. But anyway, so she's flagged down because, you know, he's like, well, my group, we're a bunch of fashion designers, and we feel you would be a fantastico uh, model for for our fashion line. So he invites her down to their little club area called Paradise Kiss. Ooh la la! Look, we already got to the title of the anime. So one thing leads to another. She leads. She meets this very eccentric group of aspiring fashion designers. They all go to a fashion school. Design school, whatever, and uh, and she, she basically, they, they want her to be, uh, their, their model, and she doesn't really have much self confidence. She's like, I don't think I can do this, and it's like, yes, you can. They, they didn't have British accents, and I think my British accents are pretty horrible. And so from that point on, she meets a whole cast of characters. She falls in love with a guy named George. I forgot his last name, but George, and he's a little ding-bang, oh, George Koizumi, but anyway, uh, she begins to have a, a, a growing attraction for the douchebag, and, um, and, and we're swept into a story of, of romance, sex, drama, and fashion modeling, oh yeah, baby, that's the synopsis, let's get into the review, baby. I already said it once i'm going to say it again i tried i tried so hard to rate this anime on its own merits i tried so hard to just look at it at its own its own thing its own anime you know but it it bared such a similar resemblance to nana and it's if, if you've ever had a favorite anime in the whole world, out of all the hundreds of anime I watch, you know, to say that something is my favorite is no small feat. Um, so it had to be something truly special. So, and I haven't even reviewed Nana on this podcast yet, which is just astounding to me. But anyway, um, to so to have something to, to reach that level of, of of I I don't know just the just uh, it outranks all the other anime I've ever seen obviously to a certain extent there's a lot of anime that I rank in my top ten or whatever um, but this is definitely up there uh, and it wrestles with another anime but regardless um what was I saying oh to I wanted to to rate Paradise Kiss by itself but uh, on its own merits but from the music. To, to to the artwork, which is primarily the artwork that got me. It's just Madhouse or or the uh, the artist. I can't think of her name right now, but the artist that you know originally drew these characters, designed these characters has a very unique art style, and then you know it's her work every time you uh, you know you you see you see uh, this. You've seen an anime with her, with her style, and I'm sure there are others with her style, but I've only seen Paradise Kiss and Nana. I haven't really watched anything else uh, from this particular artist. I, I wish I knew her name, but obviously uh, Google. I'm too lazy to Google, but that's okay. Uh, anyway, but um, it, it was the, the artwork, which is so similar. The music was... In fact, the music... There was music from Nana in Paradise Kiss, so it's like obviously they even exist in the same world to a certain extent. It's just it's just crazy, but anyway, let's, let's let's get past that. So I had to work past this whole thing of I wanted I had to get past this thing of this looks too much like the anime Nana, uh, in every aspect of it, character design, art style, music, all that stuff. So I I just. I had to it was so hard for me to do that. And you're probably not gonna struggle if you don't love Nana as much as I do. And um it's just a fantastic anime, guys. Oh my gosh. Anyway. (sighs) Paradise Kiss. Over time, I think I got to episode five or six. Where you know we're following Yukari and she's Taken in by this very eccentric group of uh, of aspiring clothing designers, and basically this these you you have um, a punk rocker dude, you have a pseudo lolly type girl who's his girlfriend, little cutesy little thing. Um, you have a I guess he's a cross dresser or a transvestite. <laughs> I'm not sure. As a dude who dresses like a chick. Um, and He identifies as a woman, so I'm not sure exactly how they address that person. But you have that person on the team, and they all follow a guy named George. And George, he's this really cool, blue-haired, kind of, you know, like he walks into a room and everyone stops to look at him because he kind of commands this very unique presence everywhere he goes. He's just cool personified and he's also a freaking a-hole and then of course Yukari being a a freaking horny um third third year high school student is like oh George I love you I'm gonna fall for you just slowly fall for you even though he keeps treating her like crap the whole freaking show (laughs) but anyway I'm getting ahead of myself so it took me about four or five episodes to really you know get over the whole similarities to uh, Nana, um, so, yeah, I started getting invested in the story about episodes 4 and 5, and let me talk about some of the weirder aspects, um, of this anime, the transitions were so weird, the way this anime was, um, uh, What's the word I'm looking for? The way this anime was structured was kind of weird, too, because, like, we would have Yukari get into, I don't know, she'll be hanging out at the club Paradise Kiss with the gang, and they're like, oh, be our, our supermodel. And then she's like, okay, I'll do it. Spoiler I guess I kind of blew that. But whatever. <laughs> spoiler alert. She becomes their model. It's not like it's a huge spoiler. It's obvious she'll eventually... Uh, she kind of gives them a little pushback on it, but you know it's it's obvious uh, that that uh, she she would eventually become their model. Um, but the transitions are weird because it'll it'll like cut from one scene where she like okay accept your model thing, and then and then the next day in school and it it'll do this weird transition thing where a bunch of weird looking creatures fly across the screen and like it'll it'll like and then it's the next scene it's just it doesn't make that noise but it's it's just weird and i had to get over that too this anime is weird uh, um and 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 like there are certain aspects of it where like we're in the city or something, and it's showing like Yukari's going to a to a cafe, and it'll show like a legitimate cafe, like a like a real life cafe, and then it'll show the animation of her walking to the animated cafe, and it's just weird. The, the and it's it's unique. I can't fault this anime for like taking a step out like that and and being super unique in that way, but it is really weird. So. You're you're gonna have to acclimate yourself to the weirdness of this anime to really start enjoying it. And like I said, I didn't really think I would enjoy Paradise Kiss. Um, like when I when I first started it, I was looking for the fact of the matter is it looks so much like Nana. I was like, oh crap, Nana was a straight ten out of ten. This one should be just as good. Uh, so like I'm gonna get hooked from episode one. So I was really disappointed when. I can't get over the weirdness of it. Yeah, it wasn't even just the comparison to Nana. It was just weird. And yeah, so for you the viewer or listener or whatever the heck you are, um it, it's going to be it's going to be weird. You're going to have to get used to some of the weird transitions and but once you once you get over that, it starts to get good. Um so one aspect I really liked about it was the fact that Yukari constantly narrated the story it's like yesterday I went to the school but little did I know that George would be waiting for me and if I had known that George was a douchebag I never would have gotten into a relationship with him you know and I love that narration because it gives us foreshadowing and 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 like it gives us a, a look into the thought process of this high school girl. And it it was just so poetic. And I just loved the way the story was guided by her just constant narration. And I guess I I really enjoyed it because as a, a writer myself, you know, like when you write stories, uh, books can give you an insight into what the characters are thinking. But you don't really get that uh, in movies and shows unless... You know, they actually start a narration of, of you know, you hear the thoughts process of someone's, you know, what they're thinking. But if you're watching a movie like freaking Avengers or something, you don't, you don't know what Captain America's thinking right now. You can only assume, right? Like, but you don't know what he's like, should I throw a left hook? Should I throw the, throw my, my, um, my shield at his face or should I break his arm in half you know like you don't know exactly what he's thinking so perhaps that's what i really liked and uh this this style of guiding the story along with yukari's narration and uh you know we got we were privy to her inner thoughts and her turmoil turmoil and whatnot and i really like that that was like a a privilege that is afforded to a reader as opposed to someone watching uh something so that i i it made that one aspect of Paradise Kiss kind of redeemed the series. because up to a certain point, I wasn't really feeling it. But when I started really getting into the narration of it, I, from a writer's perspective, uh, perspective that really redeemed it for me to continue moving forward, and uh, you know, getting into the story. And you know, as the story got deeper and deeper into the character development, development and whatnot, uh, the the series really. Really, did start growing on me. Um, and, you know, I, I still... I got, I got over the Nana's... I never really got over the Nana thing. But I... I Just in my mind, I was role-playing like... Ah, oh, Nana and her drama is happening. On the other side, in Tokyo, these people are in a whole different city. I don't remember what city they're in. But they don't know about Nana or whatever. And I... I got so drawn into the anime that I started getting fed up with uh, Yukari for being such a naive freaking uh, high school girl. I was getting so fed up with her relationship with George. It's a good thing, by the way. When you're drawn into something emotionally to the point where you're feeling... That kind of emotion was like, I'm filled up with this guy. That tells you that that's good writing. So I'll, my hat's off to, to that aspect of the anime. Because uh Yukari's relationship with George was just... In my opinion, my, my wife doesn't see it this way. But I felt it was so toxic. He was such a douchebag. And he would flirt with other women and stuff. And it's just... I just was like Yukari. You can do so much better than this windbag. Yeah, he has the the chiseled jawline. He has the six pack, and he's handsome and cool. And you're probably never gonna meet a guy as smooth as him. But come on, come on. The, oh, I I think that's my phone. Sorry, guys. And anyway, um. Okay, got it. Sorry, guys. Anyway, it's like, so he has a chiseled jawline and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's like uh, you can do so much better than this guy. There, in fact, Yukari had another uh, a guy in her her class that she had a crush on, and uh, and you could tell that he had a crush on her too. And it's like that guy is so perfect for Yukari. For you, Yuk- uh, Yukari. Why are you with this windbag? Oh, he has the cool car. He has the mansion. He designs clothes. People respect him. He's a freaking douchebag. So I got really, <laughs> I got really drawn into it, like at an emotional level. I was screaming at my screen, like Yukari, you can do better than this. Don't have like the sex involved and so I was Like, don't have sex with this guy. As if he knocks you up and leaves you, which uh, which is kind of messed up because at the end things happen where I was like, yep, yep, I knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> so uh, no spoilers for me, but sheesh, man. Um, but if I had to, dis- I'm not gonna get into the artwork and music because obviously uh, the parallels to or to Nana are too similar for me to really analyze it for its own merits. But, um, overall, if I had to describe Paradise Kiss in a single word, I would describe it as being very poetic, from the character relationships, to the narration, to to the plot, to everything. It's a very poetic anime, and even though I really started to get into it later on, um, I hate the fact that it took me so long to really. I had to force myself to get to episode like four or five before I was like, okay, I'm invested. I wasn't invested until then. In fact, I was uninterested. I was disappointed. I was. Uh, I just wasn't. I just. My, my hopes and dreams were dashed uh, until, you know, I, I had to get. I had to grow there and I wasn't drawn in from the beginning. And that's, I guess, my biggest criticism uh, of this anime. But I will say that I did absolutely fall in love with the story by the end of the series. Like, I I didn't like it up to, like, you know, the certain point. Then I was like, I really started getting into it. And by the end, I really did fall in love with it. And I wish the whole anime had been, like, Ending had been like in terms of uh, the gripping storyline and in the characters' interactions and whatnot. I wish the whole story had been like that ending, and this would be a whole different review. This would be a review on the level, not on the level now because now it's it's crazy. Um, it's it's a masterpiece, and you don't really get to me masterpieces. Um, but it it would be up there, It, it would definitely be up there so. Yeah. With that being said, I'm going to give Paradise Kiss a six out of ten. Will I watch it again? Uh, probably not. Uh, actually, no, not at all. Um, I there's just too many other anime to watch, and if if I'm gonna rewatch something, it's got to be in the eight, nine, or ten range, you know. And um, it, it's just this anime wasn't there for me until the ending. The ending was a it, it was a real nine or ten out of ten, but the rest of it. Getting to that point was the the hard part. So guys, if you are into if you if you're an aspiring fashion model or perhaps you're a fashion designer or you want to learn about fashion designers or see a story about fashion designers with some romance and some douchebags thrown into the mix, then please I highly recommend watching Paradise Kiss. Is a Joe uh, Joe So Joe say I. Oh man. I, I I um what what was it? Jose say I is that the term? for uh, mature women? Oh Jose. Jose I. What? A Jose anime anyway. Um I I'm I'm forgetting the term. Is it Jose I or Jose? Where uh, it's uh, anime for uh mature girls. Not saying that they had to be like adults, but you know, they're late teens early 20s and then beyond so it's in a it's a a a mature romance so if you're into that kind of stuff please check it out anyway guys it's batman live 2002 i hope you enjoyed this anime review please go check out my website wasasun.com w-a-s-a-s-u-m.com where you can hear read reviews uh, lists and all kinds of stuff. We got my, my homies on there. You know, they have content on there as well. Sites ain't complete, but it's all good. Go check it out. Show some love there. And, uh, yeah, guys, I'm about to do a collab with some podcasts and homies. We about to talk about that Avengers Endgame. Oh, my gosh. I know it's not anime, but that was a good movie. I'm going back to see it tomorrow, which is uh Sunday uh, April 28th. I had to look at the calendar and it's like, what's the dirt? Anyway, oh, that was such a good movie. Spoiler alert. Don't watch it if you don't listen to that podcast if you haven't watched the movie. We're going to spoil the crap out of that movie, guys. Spoil the crap out of it. <laughs> oh, crap. But yeah, I look forward to that. That's going to be real fun. So that's shooting that with some uh, Australian guys, some guys on the East Coast, and then some of my homies on the West Coast, California, with me. So, yeah, the Batman Live 2002. uh, Don't forget, people. I need you to do me one favor. Stay with Sossum, people. Stay with Sossum. Follow awesome on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. Until next time, Janet!